everybody. Welcome to Curly Girlies Podcast with Atara and Grace. I am Atara, founder of the Curly Girl Movement, author of the Curly Girly book series, and owner of curlygirly.com. And I'm here today with my co-host, Grace Cross. Hi, Grace. How are you? Hi, Atara. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Well, I'm Grace Cross. I'm the owner of The Baby Spot, the only global parenting magazine. And you could find me at thebabyspot.ca. Now, Atara, I'm so excited about our guest. Who do we have? Grace, I am really happy to be here today with a very cool and fun guest who is also working on changing the world. Martino Cartier is a celebrity stylist and philanthropist. Martino is a fixture in the beauty industry. He is named America's most sought after stylist by W Magazine. Martino created his brand to help women not only look amazing, but feel amazing too. What I love most about Martino is that not only are his hair products innovative and cutting edge, but a percentage of all his profits are donated to Martino's foundation, Wigs and Wishes, which supports women and children battling cancer. How amazing is that? Martino, welcome. We're so happy to have you here today. How are you? I am great. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. Thank you. Oh my goodness. No, we're really excited. I know that um, you're doing so many cool and innovative things. I want to talk about all of them, but I really want to start because, you know, we are here in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, and I know that you have been doing so many amazing charity work um, things really to help people all over. So um, there's a lot of them. Start with what's going on with the schools that you're involved in. Tell me a okay. little bit about that. So, so that is really exciting for me. So um, every year we give graduating seniors scholarships who have parents that are going through cancer. So this year, yeah, this year was really spectacular. I had a heartwarming phone call from the superintendent uh, Joe Bolendorf, and he says to me, um, you know, you've been out of business for three months from the corona, and I want you to know that we're not going to accept any funds from you this year. Wow. Like you, you do for everybody. It's time somebody does for you. We're not accepting any money from you. So okay. God always has a different plan. Always. And so he gets uh, an email about a week later from one of the guidance counselors who says there's six students graduating in the class of Washington Township, Gloucester County, 2020. Six students, three of them lost their a family member, a parent, to cancer, and the other three, oh their parents are fighting. So the guidance counselor says, can you please send this to Martino? Now, this is after the phone call of him saying, I'm not accepting anything. Right, right, right. So, so I'm laughing because it's just... I just know that, like I said, God's ways are Yeah, our ways. So, I always say the universe has bigger <laughs> plans for you than you often have for yourself, right? <laughs> Indefinitely. So, so he, he sends, he forwards me the email and he says, now look, I'm not expecting this, but I don't want to be a liar. So I have to say that I at least sent you this email. So I write back to him and I said, we will give $1,000 to each child that um, you know, has a parent affected by cancer. I said, but how many kids do you have in the school? So he nice. said, he said we have um, 547. I went, what? Okay. Graduating okay. for all the whole school? Right. He goes, no, right. No graduating. Just I seniors. Went, oh. oh my God. Oh, oh dear God. So then I said, um, I said, okay. And just one last question. Why, why I got you on the phone? I said, how many teachers in the district? And he said. Okay not including administrative, 800. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was like, this is a big challenge. So first thing I did, make a long story short, I have a friend who owns 16 McDonald's. So I called him and I said, I said, um, um, John, I, I got a question for you. If I want to buy 550 value meals, just like round it off, make it simple. Like they might pick value meal one, they might pick value meal four. I don't know. Like, you know, what, what would it cost me to buy 550? And he said, what is this for? So I tell him, and he said, I'll tell you what, if you get other people involved, I'll donate all of them and not just for the kids, but for their families too. Yeah. So I like a challenge. So I'm like, okay, all right, I got to get more people involved and then this is going to happen. So again, long story short, I call the owners of Chick-fil-A in Washington Township where I live and they were no problem. Every kid gets a free meal. I said, all right, fantastic. So then I'm like, you know what? Let me go to Facebook. So I go to Facebook. I do a live feed. It gets thousands of views. And before you know it, I got Angelo's Pizza donating 550 cheesesteaks. I got Soprano's Pizza, 550 large pizzas. I got Lissio's Bakery donating 550 graduating cakes, one for each family. So the list is so long. I mean, I, we'd be here for two hours, so I don't want to waste your time with your, your, your cast, but I will tell you this. It's well over $175,000 all in worth of stuff as it ended um it was it, i kept updating the seniors who i don't even know but i feel like i know them because they're said yeah they're calling me crying yeah they might see you they're calling the salon leaving voicemails crying and the parents are calling crying so then the cutest thing happened this 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 little boy came to my house and uh he had a check for 250 dollars from his parents and i said what's this for and he said my parents want to put this towards your graduation fund of what you're doing for the town. And I said, that's so sweet of you. I said, but we're not accepting money. And he said, well, then you have to call my parents. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I call the parents and I, I tell them, you know, we're not taking cash or checks. We're just collecting 550 of anything. And he said, then do something creative with the money. I'm like, God, another wow. challenge. Wow. So, so I go to Facebook and his parents owned, um, Luke stands power washing. So I go on Facebook and I said, uh, you know, I've got this power washing company. They gave me $250. I think we should honor all the teachers because my son graduated two years ago. And when I wanted to help the seniors, I had said to my son, I said, you know, I can't imagine not walking down the aisle. I can't imagine not going on my trip or prom. And he said, dad, he, he, well, that's what we think. But you know what he said? He said, dad, you don't get it. He goes, if that was me, and he got a little emotional, he said, I don't get to say bye to my teachers. I don't get to say bye to the kids I'm never going to see again. I don't get this, you know, yeah, you're right. So, so I said, okay, so let's do something for the teachers. So we go on, they do this live feed, and I'm like, I got $250. I, I called our, our sponsor for Wigs and Wishes for Flowers is Abbott's Flowers, and I had said to her, how much is three roses like Martino style, like Martino style. I want glitter. I want this. I want that. You know? Yeah. So she said 20 bucks. I went, Oh crap. 20 bucks. I need 800 sets of them. She went 800 for what? <laughs> so I told her, she said, I'll do it for $6. So yeah. So we, I went on Facebook and I said, you know, Luke Stanch, his son came to my house, $250. Who can I get to throw up 50 bucks, 10 bucks. And before you know, within 20 minutes, uh, Apollo Auto Sales, a used car lot that I don't even know of, 
about 15 minutes from me, they gave $2,300. And then my, my friend, Mike LeBucky, who's on the board of Wigs and Wishes, gave 500 bucks. And then Joe Marsh gave 500 bucks. And then, you know, the, the lady next door gave 10. And who gave five? And before you know right. it, everyone's involved. Yes. And we bought 2,400 roses that this Friday and Saturday, all 800 teachers in a caravan are going to pull through the parking lot of my salon and the state won't allow me to have the students. So we're going to have the parents of the students give these teachers the flowers and say, thank you for 2020. Yeah. Wow. That is so, it really is beautiful. And what it shows is that it shows a few things. First of all, your power is enormous. And I'm, and it's, it's nice to see um, you, you're a big personality. You are, um, you have influence and you have impact and you're using it for good, which is so really wonderful. And I think what's also nice is to see the ripple effect that people really do want to do good and they just need to sometimes be presented with the right opportunity. And that's, that's you right now. You're the catalyst for getting people to do the right thing. So it's amazing. Kudos I, to you. I, I appreciate your kind words, but the truth is, had the superintendent not brought to light the six children who were affected with parents with cancer, and if McDonald's hadn't said, if other people get involved, I'll do it. So that was the push that I had. And here, here's the ending to that story, by the way. So now... The principal himself is going to go to all 550 homes. He's going to do 30 to 50 a day and deliver the swag bags that are filled with all the gift certificates and the goodies. Like my, my, my business partner, Robert Crames, he owns the Kim Kardashian fragrance license. So all the girls get a full bottle oh, lovely. of Kim Kardashian fragrance. And, and, he, Love it. Yeah, and the principal's delivering it by hand and here's, Here's the last, well, the second to the last thing that story. The first thing is the swag bags were donated um, by Pro Graphics, whose daughter had cancer and Wigs and Wishes granted a wish for her. Oh my gosh, the okay. giving continues. Yes, it's the yes. ripple effect. Yes, it's yes, the yes, ripple effect. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then the last thing is that I didn't graduate from this high school. I graduated from a, a, a high school about 10 minutes away that um, is a a high school that's pretty much, I'm trying to be politically correct, a less fortunate high school. The demographics, they're low income families. And um, they reached out and asked for help. And that's the school I graduated from. The other high school that's 10 minutes the other way, I went to middle school there. So now their superintendent reached out and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm one person. How am I gonna do this? And then thank, thank God for ABC and CBS because Friday and Saturday, they're covering the story. And when they cover it, my mission is gonna be, there are two other high schools that have graduating classes that deserve the same accolades. And I need more people that can help. And the word's already spreading and people are contacting me. I wanna help with Glassboro, I wanna help with Williamstown. So at the end of the day, we're gonna wind up helping three graduating classes have more than they would have had had it not been for COVID-19. How beautiful, wow. right, Grace? This is really something special. And it's like you said, it's, it's you and it's all the people around you and it's everybody stepping up and saying, I want to do good. And that's what's, you know, there are silver linings in this pandemic and that's one of them. You know, it brings out, I always say, right, that it brings out the worst in some people, but the best in a lot of people. 
And that's what we need to focus on and focus on for our children. So what a great, great story. I would love if you would also tell, I know when you and I spoke the other day, you told me this really another amazing story about the Hatsala guy that you had oh, seen. My oh, God. I want to oh, tell, please tell so, us. Okay. So the, the greatest story, right? So I'm adopted. Um, my mother was pregnant in Egypt and she wasn't married and her family punished her because over there, not being married, getting pregnant is like, you know, punishable by death. So she fled to America with her family and they came here to terminate the pregnancy and she was too far pregnant. So luckily I'm here. And um, when I was born, they took her from me and I wound up in an orphanage. And then I was adopted by an Irish family. Now, clearly I don't look one bit Irish. So I, I, I share that with you because I'm an Egyptian Christian who learned about an extraordinary Israeli that has saved over a million lives. And I learned about him, which is, if you're Jewish, there's my favorite Jewish word, because most of my friends are Jewish, is besheret. Besheret is a Jewish word that means meant to be. And um, so it's the week, yeah, it's the week of Passover. And most Christians don't even realize that Passover is also a Christian thing. You know, and, I, and as a kid, I watched the movie, The Prince of Egypt, and that's how I learned what Passover was. So it's Passover, and one of my Jewish friends uh, sends me this TED Talk video about a man named Eli Beer, who is Israeli, and he was diagnosed with COVID-19 while in Miami fundraising, but he's young, he's young, and he got it bad, intubated, yeah, intubated, um, made a video on YouTube pleading for people to pray for his family, his children, and that don't let United Hatsala die with him. Like he thought he was going to die. So I watch, so when I hear about Eli Bear, it's the morning of Passover. Passover starts at night. This is in the morning. I watch this Ted Med talk of Eli Bear, of why he started United Hatsala. Eli was five, six years old in Jerusalem, and there was an Iranian terrorist attack that blew up a bus. Eli was riding his bike. The bus blows up and he sees and witnesses all these people that lost their lives. He goes home completely terrorized and just shocked and hysterical. And he says to his mom, when I grow up, mom, I'm going to become an EMT and I'm going to save lives. So I, 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 I'm watching this TED Talk. I never met the man in my life. Later, I find out we have a lot of mutual friends, but I'm watching this TED Talk about Eli Bear. And um, so he grows up and he becomes 17 and he lives in Jerusalem where I've been to Israel. The streets are very small. There's lots of traffic. And if you're giving birth in the middle of an intersection because your water broke or you had a heart attack or there's a car accident or a terrorist attack, it takes 90 minutes easy for an ambulance to get to you because of the traffic in the streets. Oh, wow. That puts it in perspective. Yeah. It's okay. like New York City times four. Thanks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Eli grows up, he's 17, and him and about four buddies become EMTs. And they go to the head of the police department and they said, listen, they explain the situation of the traffic and the 90 minutes and how people die because nobody can get to them. He said, well, we, we're all trained EMTs and we have beepers. So in our town in Jerusalem, when you get a call, just send one of us 
a, a page and we'll get to them on our mopeds that can go in and around traffic on sidewalks and we'll stabilize the situation until you get there. And the guy who owns the, or ran the, the, the ambulance or the paramedics, whatever you want to call it, told Eli, go start a falafel stand, kid. You bother me. Literally, quote. So like Eli, I don't take no for an answer. So Eli goes out and buys his own police scanners. And he says to his friends, we're going to do this on our own. And when we hear a call, we're going to get there. We're going to stabilize the situation. We're not going to replace the paramedics in the ambulance. We're just going to help them. So about three days later, there's a call that comes in. There's a car accident about a block from Eli's house in Jerusalem. There's a man on Kumatin who's bleeding out. Eli gets on his moped and gets there with no medical equipment to save lives. And this man is bleeding out from his head. What does a Jewish man in Israel have to save a life? Well, he's got a yarmulke. So he takes, he takes his yarmulke off, applies pressure to the man where he's bleeding. And that was the first life he ever saved. That was when he was 17. He's in his 30s now. To date, United Hatzalah has thousands of medical ambulance cycles. Ambulance cycles that have everything you could do to save a life except a bed. They have saved 1 million lives to date. They're not only in Israel, they're in India, they're all over the world. So when I saw this Passover morning, I was like, oh no, I got to get involved. So I jump on Facebook and I do Passover with a purpose. And I teach, uh, I'm, I'm called a goyim in the Jewish world, like a non-Jew. So I teach all my non, non-Jewish friends what, a, what, what Passover is. And I explain to them what United Hatzalah is. And to buy a motorcycle that's equipped with fibrillators and everything you need to deliver babies and you name it, plus a bulletproof vest for the driver and everything costs $36,000. In, yeah, in less than two hours, I raised $43,000. And yeah, and, 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 and then we, we bought them the ambulance cycle for Israel. And there's a big sign on the back that says, if you don't know how to give, you don't know how to live, Martino Cartier. And it says, in loving memory of Leandro Rizzuto, who's one of our big sponsors, who also passed away from cancer. And my point is, is that passive were the purpose, you know, it's now saving lives. And every time a life is saved in Israel from that motorcycle, I will get an email with the story. So all the people that donated on Facebook to my Jerry Lewis Martino Cartier Facebook whatever inter- internet-a-thon, I'm going to share it with them. Because of you on Passover with a purpose for giving $50, for giving $100, for giving $2, because of you, a life was saved. A-, a baby was born. And I just, I have to tell you, this COVID-19 has destroyed my business, right? Like many others. So, so for me, I have to stay as busy as possible with positive things so I don't go out of my mind. And I just think that, God keeps opening these doors and making these divine appointments for me. And I am just so honored to be a part of United Hatzalah. And it's just, I I can't wait to get my first email. Yeah. Well, I have to attest, I'm familiar with that organization, very familiar with Hatzalah. And they do amazing work 
in exactly what you said. They will get there in record time, like seconds, literally. Less, they can, less right? three minutes is the longest right? it's ever taken. That, that, oh, right? that is incredible. So save lives everywhere. And it's really amazing, you know, just to bring, to show how people can come together from all walks of life, right? Egypt to Israel, it doesn't matter. We're all people, we all have good in us, and we all need to use that good for positive. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. So United Hatzalah has 6,000 volunteers in Israel. And those volunteers are made up of Jews, Muslims, and Christians. So Eli Bear found a way to bring three people that are, have opposite opinions, opposite views, <laughs> opposite <laughs> beliefs. Right. He, yes. he, he brought them all together with one mission and one goal, and that's just to save lives how can you not be in love with that it's like you know you know it seems like the acts of selfless service are what bring us all together whether it's different cultures religion and and you get to be a part of this big picture what an honor and you know what it also gets god's attention because on easter sunday yes. eli bear uh rose on easter sunday and he was extubated and after three days they played the video for him of what I did, why he was under, and he doesn't know me and they, his family doesn't know me. I mean, they do now. And then I received a call from Israel and I received um, a video call from Eli thanking me, inviting me to Israel for a Sabbat dinner. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, if look, if you don't know how to give, you don't know how to live. And that I have said that for years. And, you know, there's truth to this, right? So I, I believe that, that there are laws in life. Even if you're an atheist, those laws apply to you. So for example, yellow and blue make green. No, nobody can deny it. Picasso, no one can deny that. You know, what goes up will come down. No one can deny that. Well, psychologists believe that when someone like Serena Williams wins a championship, your brain releases an endorphin that gives you such a euphoric feeling it's called a high and not a high like $18, a high like you feel really good, right? So, so, so they've proven that to be a fact. So in this time of trouble, in this time of desperation, the best thing anyone can do is a good deed because it'll make you feel better if only for a moment. So we loved this episode with Martino so much, we couldn't stop talking to him. And we ran just a bit over. We decided to break this episode up into two episodes. So listen to next week's episode with Martino Cordier again, and you will hear so much more amazing, interesting stories, great ideas for curly girl tips, and more. Stay tuned. <laughs>